We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. I'm Ann Baldwin, one of the hosts of this program. And I'm Lisa Kenoki, and I'm very excited to be with one of my dear friends who is a very, very big philanthropist, Tony March. Tony, welcome to the show. Good morning, all. When's the last time I saw you, Tony? Let's go way back. Oh, my goodness. Um... I'm going to say you probably was covering one of my um, philanthropic um, things with the school system in, 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 Hartford. in Hartford. In Hartford. That's Hartford. probably it. So that, that takes us back at least 20 years. Early 20. Yes. Early Yes. Yeah, at least 20 years. Yeah. And, and, and Tony, yeah. and that's that's really what you're known for. And and I know that you and Lisa go way back, too. So let's kind of, Lisa, why don't you dig into Tony's story and give our listeners some some perspective here? So most people probably remember that Tony March's first car dealership was on Weathersfield Avenue in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, now he has, uh, what is this, a whole empire of car dealerships all over the United States. And in particular, what's really key here is that the philanthropy that we all got to see up close and personal here in Hartford, you have taken this worldwide and kindness is still key with you. And, you know, you're giving it all back. You have a book called Paying It Backwards. So we want to kind of talk about the book and your life and how you decided to just be of service to everybody. Okay. Tell us where you where you got this idea to just give everything back. The pay it backward. I know the book has been uh, phenomenal, but give us an idea of what actually had you start in this journey about giving back and kindness, because I think that's something that we all can learn use from. and learn from. And in this time, we've had you know different things from the weather and the tornadoes in Florida, where you're located to mm-hmm. homelessness, to all this. Tell us what you're doing to make an impact as you continue on your journey. Well, my my quick elevator speech uh, on, on my life and literally to answer your question of wh- what, what makes me tick is uh, uh, I grew up in the projects of Daytona Beach, Florida, uh, similar to the projects there in Hartford and uh, grew up extremely poor uh, i like to say i i was blessed to not know who my father was uh i was blessed to be hungry literally every day of my life until i went off to college uh eating out of garbage cans behind grocery stores and uh i know i read so, one of those things said about like there were maggots sometimes on 
cake yeah, and things it, that were in the garbage. Oh, just you oh. take a piece, take a piece of cake out of the garbage, oh. and you just knock off all the stuff that's on it. I mean, that's literally uh, that that's literally express how how literally poor uh, we were. I, I like to say I grew up below the poverty line, <laughs> way below the poverty line. Um, um, but um, also, by the time I was 16 years old. I had lived in 17 different places. So um, my my early upbringing and um, the other key part is I had a mother that uh, never looked at a single report card. Now you can imagine this kid that uh, got 784 on the math and the SAT. Wow. Uh, in straight A's in school uh, and having a parent that literally never even uh, looked at a report card. Uh, I, I don't know who my father is, so I was living with my mother. Yeah, uh, but we're not saying yeah. she didn't look at the report card because she thought you were smart. She basically was non, non involved, non emotional. Might have hooked me three times in my life. Yeah. So uh, how did you do it, Tony? I mean, how do you do it without knowing who your father well, is? That, eating, that's eating that's the most important yeah. thing is uh, Lisa knows this, and it's in the book. It it, it created me severe depression. I literally. Um, almost every day of my life, even into college, I, I, I fell into the same habit. Uh, uh, my life's a double-edged sword. Um, and here's the the, the the bad part about the depression, or the good part about the depression, is it made me go to school and go straight to my room when I came home. So all I did for what, 20, 22 years is go to school and come home and study yeah. um, um, because of my severe, uh, severe depression. But what happened, um, I'm going to say this happened in first grade um, because now I go off to first grade and I have these teachers that, wow, if I get an A on a, on, on a, um, on a test, I have this beautiful woman standing in front of me, usually women. I, I think they had one male uh, teacher before, uh, before middle school. Uh, and they're got this beautiful smile on their face. So, Throughout my school years, I had um, four amazing teachers, and these teachers were like my role models. Uh, they were my inspiration. They were my motivators, more importantly, and they literally uh, showed me so much love and compassion uh, by uh, inspiring me to get good grades. You know, isn't so, it funny, Tony, that you just said that? Because if you got a good grade and you saw the smile of the teacher— and that was your payback, right? That was your yes. That was what you got for doing what you needed to do. Yes. And and someone was paying attention to you. Right. And this goes back to what we've always said historically: the role of teachers in our lives is so, essential. Because yes. Tony, it sounds like you had no one else. You know, your mother wasn't paying attention. You were eating out of trash cans. Yes. Um, you know, the fact that you even went to school and found that that was kind of put you into survival mode did yeah. it not yeah um, um my teachers those uh, especially later on in high school uh, uh i remember miss keys saying uh, miss keys was my first math teacher uh, there, there's four um, very important i always try to give them recognition I, I actually dedicated on the very first page of my book i dedicated to my four, four teachers uh miss harris i call them the hawks Miss Harris, Miss Miller, Wes, Miss Keys. 
that's their first name uh, letter of their first names so I call them my hawks Miss uh-huh. uh, Keys was my first math teacher and um, I was so smart in math that I would always raise my hand and she got so tired of me always whenever she had a question. <laughs> she literally put me in the back of the room with a book. So I did math out of a book for starting eighth, ninth, tenth, and part of eleventh grade. I did math out of a book because I was so far ahead of all the other kids in in the class. But, you know, I got seven eighty four, I probably missed once one 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 um, one of the uh, questions and on the SAT in math. That's how good I was in math. So, but Miss Keys put something in the back of the room, and it's in the. There's a line in the book, um, and I, I I tear up every time I hear it because it it literally is. Uh, I'm tearing up now. Uh, one of those um, points in your life that you can remember. Yes. So powerful. Mm. And- I got um, A's. Uh, I, I did a test. And the test comes back eight plus, 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 three pluses. Wow. Miss Keys hands it to me. And she's got this this grim look on her face. And she's looked and she's almost tearing up. And she says, Tony March, if I see you on the back of a garbage truck, because back in the days that's literally what the People kids dropping out of high school would do is mm-hmm. pick up garbage. She says, if I ever see you on the back of a garbage truck, I'm going to stop my car and get out and pull you off that truck and beat your behind. (laughs) Good. So tell us about from 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 that particular teacher, you went on to you. You were an outstanding athlete in high school and then you went on Mm -hmm. to Howard University. Tell us about what was your sport in high school? We know you're a great mathematician and a great student, but tell us a little bit about the next part of your journey. Well, in high school, I was, um, um, I never went home after school, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I went from one sport to football, to uh, uh, wrestling, to swimming. Mm -hmm. And then I went off to college and um, I got a uh, scholarship. Uh, they say um, black black people can't swim. Well, I went to college on a I went to college on a swimming scholarship. Yes, <laughs> and it was, was a, it was your diver. first time on the plane too, going to Howard University, yep. wasn't that also? It, it, the first time I ever got on a plane. Me went to college with one hundred twenty five dollars, one of those Navy Foot Lockers, and everything I own, and one hundred twenty five dollars. That's when I left Florida and. Uh, to go off to college. So then, I went on go ahead. And graduate electrical engineering, uh, bachelor of science. Uh, then I went on to work for General Motors for 15 years in Detroit, uh, where I received three U.S. patents. And in, in 1984, uh, a friend of mine, uh, at, at that point, well, uh, another part of the story is at 27 years old, I was one of the youngest engineering group managers. I had 20, 50 engineers working for me three years out of college at General Motors. Um, and one of one of the engineers just came to me and asked me for a letter of recommendation for the GM Dealer Academy. I had never heard of it. Well, it's a, a year and a half school to teach um, individuals how to become a car dealer. So uh, 
he came to me for a letter of recommendation. I wound up going to the same school that he went to at the same time. <laughs> I left Jerome Motors to go to that school. And uh, that's how you opened your first car dealership in Hartford, Connecticut after that, oh, correct? Yep. I never had been to Connecticut one day in my life. Buick calls me and says, we got a dealership on Wethersfield Avenue called Pierce Buick. Um, uh, the individual's 84 years old, and he not in a good relationship with his son he wants to sell uh so i get off get on the airplane fly to connecticut for the first time and at that point in time uh uh, they started the academy because car manufacturers didn't have any black dealers Mm -hmm. and our our first dealerships typically always were a dealership first buick uh, people don't hardly don't know this they lost money five years in a row before i bought it well, it was Those located the- in a dismal area considered yeah. where all the car dealerships are today in Hartford. Exactly. If you're exactly. just tu- if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with the amazing Tony March and also author of the book Pain It Backward. Your story is just so inspirational, Tony, and I think it resonates with a lot of people in that it doesn't matter where you came from. It's it's really what your destination is in the end, right? right? So mm-hmm. what is it in your DNA that, that helped you to survive and to thrive and then to ultimately, you know, decide that you're doing okay, now let's give back? I, I you know, I tell the story, uh, Harvard University is looking for me and my twin brother. My twin brother, and I, it, it's, it's in the book, so, and he knows I, I tell the story. Uh, the only difference between me and my twin brother is education. Uh, he moved 17 times with me. He doesn't know who his father is. He's my twin brother. He was right next to me eating out of the garbage cans. Uh, all those horrible things that happened to me early on in life, he was with me. The, what's the difference between me and him? Today, uh, the house he lives in, I, I, I gave it to him. I send him a check every month. I pay all his bills. What is the difference between those two twins? The only difference is I had four teachers. Well, I listened to the four teachers that were trying to inspire me, and it's called education. And I can't, don't make me president of the United States. You know, we will not be building bombs and airplanes until every kid in America gets a good education. That's going to be the first thing on my agenda because it's, it's, it's the difference. And I don't understand why we can't figure that out is the difference between a guy living in um, Simsbury where I live and a guy living down right off Main Street in, 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 in poverty is education. And, it's, and it's really the only difference. Tony, also, you didn't tell the piece, which I know they can read in the book, you're your twin brother, and it was a Harvard study that he was saying, um, your brother, as I re- recall, has numerous children too, correct? Yes, exactly. I, I don't even know how many brothers, uh, children my brothers have. It, it's, 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 the, it's the typical path of how do you break the poverty cycle? It's, right. it's, it's amazing if, if, if that's why I, I know Harvard is looking for us because they want to figure out what the difference is between these two individuals. Yeah. One has one kid, one has maybe 15 kids. <laughs> and yeah. uh, one lives in the nicest place in Tampa, Florida, and one lives in a house that his brother bought him. Right. What is the difference? Well, you is know what, is- Tony? It doesn't take a Harvard study to figure it out. You just said the answer is education. Exactly. And, exactly. you know, the and the foundation, and that's what you got, and that's what you embraced. Yeah. This story is just amazing Well, I think it me. is embracing it and also taking 
you know, having the resolve. I think Tony has the resolve and the focus that he wanted to do something different. And I think a lot of people, even with education, sometimes people tend to play the victim or what have you. And Tony just went ahead and said, there's there's no grass going to grow under my feet. I'm I'm going. And, and you have to read this book because there's so much more like when he goes to get married and his names, his, his birth certificate's not the right name and all these different things. You have to read the book. So it's not just your typical get an education. It is so many twists and turns and things. You'll just wonder, Tony, how are you still with us? And we are thank, thankful that you are with us because this book is chock full of any type of drama, anything you can think of in his early years to show you that you can move ahead with perseverance and obviously with dealing with the trauma because it's mm-hmm. trauma that, that, that people don't, you, that doesn't leave you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the resolve I, I, might be there. As I go through and, and deal with uh, the, the, part, uh, the underprivileged community, I, I, I shake my head. How the heck did I break the cycle? It is, you know, it's so easy to stay there. Uh, one of the key parts of my life is, uh, I'll never forget, the first week in March of 1969. I'm a senior in high school. You got to get this picture in your head. Okay. I'm a senior in high school, the first week in March. I had not applied to a single college. Because I didn't think I had enough money to go to college. So I come home one day. And my sister's um, husband's best friend just happened to be at Daytona Beach that day. I never come home early. I would usually go to sport. For some reason, God told Tony March to go home early that day. I walk in. There's a gentleman sitting at the kitchen table. And he says, hey, your sister Mary tells me you got incredible grades that you are a heck of a student and and he says you're taking all these hard courses well in high school i took chemistry two physics two and calculus in (laughs) high school and he says you're getting straight a's in all these hard courses and he says what college are you going to i say mr moses his name by the way god sent me home early this guy's name is moses wow i say mr moses uh, I can't go to any college. I can't afford to go to any college. I said, I might, I'm probably going to go uh, join the Air Force so I can, you know, maybe, uh, you know, get a GED and uh, what I think they call GED. And uh, so that go, uh, go to, go to college. He looked at me, he said, and he got that look that Miss Keys had on her face. He said, I'm going, by the way, Moses Johnson happened to be the dean of admission of Howard University. Oh, that's crazy. Howard University. Tell me, a March of my senior year, I have not applied to college. God sends me Moses Johnson, my, my sister's husband's best friend, who happens to be the dean of admission at Howard University. Wow. He said, I'm going back to my office in two days. I'm sending you an application and you, I want it back in my office in two days. Long story short, uh, uh, I applied and got into Howard University School of Engineering. Yeah. I wasn't going to college at all. 
phenomenal story. Phenomenal. It just story. keeps getting better and better yeah. and better. Yeah. I, you know, I just I just can't believe it. And and your success and your attitude. How did you ever deal with the depression? What happened with that, Tony? Unfortunately, I still am dealing with that today. Yeah. My trauma was ig- extremely, extremely deep. Yeah. Uh, uh, I literally just came off five months of not leaving my house one day yeah. uh, from from it. I, yeah. I go through these bouts. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I don't let it get me down. I'm so blessed. Yes. Uh, by the way, guess what gets me out of the house? What? <laughs> Your dog going now, to the homeless going shelter. Going to the homeless shelter. You have to tell that story really quick about how you were at the homeless shelter working for years and nobody knew you owned the car dealerships in the in the area. Tell well, that I story. Moved from, I moved from Tampa to uh, from Hartford to Tampa in two thousand and eight. Uh, my my first. Uh, I'll tell you for the last thirty seven years, I've did. Uh, I've lived spent. Uh, Thanksgiving in a homeless shelter somewhere in the world, but it, my my journey started with Paul Laffin. Uh, some people in Hartford would know Paul Laffin. Uh, he got killed at the homeless shelter, but at Saint Elizabeth's is where my, my first homeless shelter. I, I now support eighteen homeless shelters across the world in, in five countries. Unbelievable! That, but started there in Hartford, Connecticut. And tell us, you also play a little uh, poker there to to support them. Tell us about that, because that's the engineering mind, too. So people wouldn't know. Little known fact about Tony March. Tell us about your poker. Well, a lot of people don't understand that poker is really math, ratios, and pot odds, because cards and what is the odds your cards going to come, and quickly being able to figure that out. Uh, uh, Pot ratios, I can go on. There's a lot of... So but you're anyway, good at it. He's a winner. He's a top winner. I, when I travel the world visiting poker show, poker, uh, I mean homeless shelters. I usually play. Uh, I go to Australia for three weeks every every year. Play at the Aussie Million. Well, every day I'll play a poker one day, and I go to to homeless shelter the next day. But all the money that I win in poker, I give to the to the foundation. Unbelievable. But, I, I want you to come. Forward, will you come out here and take Lisa and I to the casino? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I got to tell you, you have risen Tony March to the top of the list of impressive people that have pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. And, you know, we all have our demons. I have mine. And it's what you do with that, right? It's what you do with the things that you go through. You can use it as an excuse for failure. Right. Um, Look at you, you know, with a twin brother. You know, I just love the contrast. Yes. Like you said, you both were eating out of the same trash cans. You both had the same mother. You didn't know who your father was. And look at you now. Yep. So where can we get our hands on this book, Tony March? Quickest, easiest way is go on Amazon. Amazon. And if you're prime, you'll probably get it in two days. Wow. And what people don't realize is when the book came out, I was fortunate enough to to work with Tony right after he was on the Today Show. And he actually came and spoke to students at New Britain School. Thank you, Mayor Aaron Stewart and also uh, Principal Pierce, who actually purchased books. It was the last day of school before the pandemic. Wow. Uh, there were hundreds of kids that got a copy of this book, and it wasn't. We didn't know the pandemic was going right, to close down right, the school, right, right. but it happened that Tony was here. Kids were fascinated, and they had that book to go home in New Britain for the pandemic. That was what they had to read, and you know, as well as he also went to West to Hartford schools and also to one of the schools in um, uh, Bloomfield. But again, it's just phenomenal—not just his success in the car. 
uh, dealership world, but as a human being that gives it back. And, you know, tell us about with the hurricane, you were even doing things there in Florida with the famous chef. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'm on the board of Metropolitan Ministries, which is one of the largest homeless shelters in the Southeast. Uh, and uh, we were so fortunate that uh, about 15 years ago, Outback Steakhouse built us a kitchen at the homeless shelter. We do 10, we can do 10,000 meals every day. That's how big our kitchen is. And and do people know that now, Tony is a chef, you know, he's in there cooking. That's what people thought he was the chef at the homeless shelter for years until somebody sold him out. No one even knew he owned car dealerships because he was so in funny. there every day. You just fit right in. You know, you're a hands-on guy. Yeah. 2017 is the first time anyone at the shelter in New Orleans, the car dealership. He didn't tell them. See, and that, and that also speaks a lot to you, to your integrity too, Tony, is that you don't want to be that guy. You want to be the guy behind the scenes making a difference. And what a great message you send. I tell you what, we've got to get you back on the yes. show. I'm going to read this book, Tony March, and we're going to okay. get you back on the show. Yes. And we're going to get you up here and take us to the casino. And what else is on my list? <laughs> we love okay. you, Tony. We love you. I think we, we just cannot thank you enough for your leadership and your brilliance and just for hanging in there because yeah. we know, well, you know, trauma's real. This, so. Let me just say this. Uh, what I love about the Metropolitan Ministry uh, for three days, we cooked 60,000 meals and sent them down to Fort Myers. Oh, during the hurricane, yes. During the hurricane. Yes. Unbelievable. Wow. Well, you are truly an inspiration, Tony March. The name of the book, again, is Paying It, it backwards. backwards. Yeah. Get it on Amazon. Like Tony said, if you're prime, you'll get it overnight. That's Who knows? right. It comes quick these days. The other thing, too, is just to say it's not just the money he's giving back. He's giving back his time, his time. And that's what we have to do. Kindness matters. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. And, of course, we need to thank you for tuning in to this edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. Remember, paying it backward. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.